Hey friends, it's Holly Spangler, and we are back with another Confessions of a Farm Wife podcast. My fellow podcaster, Emily Wavell, and I took a little break this summer while we showed some cows and raised some kids and started a new job. Emily, that is, not me. And we're back this week to recap our state fair experiences. So the good, the bad, and the underwater. Yikes. So give it a listen and check us out on Instagram at Emily Wabel and at H Spangler. And we're on Twitter too at Emily underscore Wabel and at Holly Spangler. And if you're so inclined, leave us a little review here on iTunes because that helps other people find us too. So without further ado, here is episode 21 of the Confessions of a Farm Wife podcast. So today is just, we're just a hair past the state fair and mostly recovered, maybe. I only had to go one day, <laughs> but it was like the day. <laughs> it was the big day. It was it? the big day. Yeah. So I didn't, I only got, you know, just a little bit of state fair right. fun. But you had kids and cattle there for the week. Forever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. John and the kids left on, let me think. I think we, we took the camper down on Monday and then took cattle and everything on Tuesday. And then we were there until I came down Tuesday evening and then we were there till Sunday. Yeah. That's feel like. That was Joe and Anna's timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is only a few days, but it feels like it might as well have been a few weeks. Well, it didn't help that it was like a thousand degrees mm-hmm. hot and a thousand percent humidity. Right. Which, why not? It's right. a state fair. <laughs> Let's make it even more fun with bad hair and hot animals. <laughs> Thursday and Friday were brutal. Oh. At some point we were standing there and I was like, why is it always so miserable when you're at the fairgrounds? Like it's either crazy hot or freezing or freezing at the beef expo. Mm. I'm not sure why that is. You know, I only have experienced the state fair as a kid, um, uh, with, uh, my, State fair projects with 4-H. You know, you right. just go for a I have day. never done that. Get out of town. I know. And well, I have done that like eight times. Yeah, but like Not we right. were from Southern Illinois and it was three and a half hours oh, to get so to the state it. fair. So after we had already been there for a week with cattle, my parents were like, no, no, we're not going back for, you know, Edwards County's day at the fair. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Which, you know, what's funny is that I, I would be interested on the perspective of why they do the counties on the different days. Like our friends went down, their daughter had an awesome awesome leader dog project. Nice. It's like so different from anything else. And she won best of show. She had a beautiful presentation. What was it for? Leader dogs. Like they train dogs to be um, leaders for the blind or disabilities. And they, our county fair is also really, it's a really good 4-H county fair. So anyway. Very competitive. Very. Yeah. And so they go to the state fair and my friend is like, it was not that big of a deal because she was just around like not very many people. It wasn't the whole state. I think they, and I thought so it's too. a bigger audience yeah, and yeah. no. And then that, I, yeah, I, I assume it's just a space thing. Yeah, that's true. Cause I know, um, our friend Holly was talking about in Kansas, right? They, their projects are there for the whole fair. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what their extension people would take all the projects oh. at the beginning of the fair and they bring them all home for their county at the end of the fair. And then, but they don't do conference judging, which mm. in Illinois, everything we're all about conference judging. So you might or not might or might not be there when your project gets judged. Yeah, I. I we like to be there. Yeah, <laughs> but the real state fair, mm-hmm. Joe says, is right. showing. <laughs> He's like, you've been to the state fair, right. but it's where you're going to shed the blood and sweat and a few tears. Perhaps die of electrocution. Yeah, that was fun. So Friday, we were over in the open show ring, um, 
because we had been, the percentage Scimitol show was going on that day, and it was over, and we were just standing there visiting with some friends, and heard there was supposed to be some rain coming that night, and I just looked out, you know, like, outside those doors, and it looked yellow out, mm-hmm. you know, and it's never a really good sign, no. it's yellow out, and I said to the kids, you know, we should probably get back, I think I checked the radar, and there's just a little thin, but very red totally line. thin, yes. Yeah. Coming towards Springfield from the northwest, and uh, so we took off, and skittered back to the junior building and just as we got back there it started raining Mm -hmm. and then it was pouring Mm. and then it just kept it up for like two hours and we sat there and watched on the radar and it just sat there yes like Matt Youngman Farm Progress Show Manager we were standing there talking we were still just a couple hours apart and he was you know we just said the same thing like it has not moved no and at first he's joking you know like we call this dust control oh absolutely or my house we want (laughs) a good rain nothing we'll be fine and then it kept going and course there was water running in the barns and then pipes were bursting because they aren't able to handle all that and you know all the the way that barn's built all the rain that comes down on the roof and then down into the first level and then down into the second level or the sub level or whatever uh, all runs down through these same pipes so by the time it got down to the basement it's they're bursting and pouring water into people's stalls and with generators plugged in yes oh Oh, my gosh power cords laying underwater there were generators standing out in water There were golf carts floating Mm-mm. out there. It was you crazy. had a friend who had to swim from her camper? Yeah, that was over in Happy Hollow. They had... Not so Happy Hollow. Right. <laughs> Not so happy this year. <laughs> um, yeah, Ali Lotion. They had a camper down there. She's got four kids, I want to say under the age of seven, seven, oh, eight, something gosh. like that. And a, including a set of twins. Bless who her. Who were like four or five-ish, somewhere in there. And then a nine-month-old baby. Oh. And, and her mother-in-law. <laughs> All in the camper, but it, you know, and they were there, and it was just rising so quickly, you know. But you never dreamed it was going to get that bad. And she was monitoring it, and you know, they were deciding to stay in the camper because mm-hmm. that water, you know, there was power out there. Right. There was all kinds of right. stuff. And then it came up in the camper, and it was by the time it was ankle deep in the camper, they were like, "We got to get out. We better get out." And so she took the oldest child and the baby out. But by the time she hopped out. The water was up to her neck. <gasps> so she's got her oldest child on her back, and she's holding the baby up above oh. her head and trying to get out and over to that hill that goes up mm-hmm. to the Department of Ag building and then got over there and put, you know, had the little boy hold the baby and you stay here, and then she went back in. I think her husband got there about that time. Oh, my word. And they got shocked when they went back in the water. They did. Felt a shock as they were going back, and they got back over there, and he took the twins, and she had to, like... It sounds like kind of carry her mother-in-law out because she's a really petite, tiny yeah. person. The water was even oh. higher and she didn't swim. <gasps> and so they got everybody out, but it was not pleasant. Oh. And see, so. we left. Anna showed, was it her Angus? Maybe. I don't know what it was, but it was mm-hmm. the last one. And we looked outside and it was, and they had come over the loudspeaker. They're like, right. rain is coming, you know, just FYI, mm-hmm. find, seek permanent shelter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and my dad got a new Cadillac, so hmm. it was parked in the infield. Oh. We needed to get it out. Awesome. Not because of safety. <laughs> it would get dirty. Oh, so, sure. Sure. <laughs> we booked it, and it was the same thing. I kept and you, did you guys leave then and drive home? We left. Home? We were driving home. So you had to drive through it. We did. And I kept saying to Dad, mm. it's a thin line. It's a thin line. <laughs> I said that over and over, too. It was but just, it like, camped move. out. It did yes. not move. So we made it to Lincoln and stopped because... We couldn't see. I mean, mm-hmm. we were going at one time 35 yeah. on the interstate. It was just crazy. Yeah. 
But thank, thank goodness someone got hurt or well, no there animals. There or... was something going on behind the 4-H food stand in the junior building. Like, they had that hall blocked off, and they were yelling and, like, keeping people back out of there. There was oh, something electrical, they... a cord, something. Okay. They were seriously worried that people could get electrocuted. I mean, it was blocked off. and. But the silver lining in this, right, the silver lining in this madness is that it really did draw awareness to the crappy facilities that are the Illinois State Fair, do you think? Or did it draw more public interest? I think it put an exclamation point on okay, it for sure. <laughs> I think, you know, because there was a lot of observation that week of just... You know, you look at all those open barns, which are pretty historic old mm. barns that have not been maintained. You know, the the shingles are peeled off and curling and, and falling off, and those roofs are about to fail. And I noticed when Caroline talked me into going up on the sky ride thing. Fun times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> good aerial views of the For sure. The, That's just research. Situation, right? <laughs> um there's like plastic over some of those. No, there is not. Yeah. Like they've patched significant sections, just put plastic up. Um, and you look at the roofs on the buildings all across the grounds, they're that way. And and just dirty. Everything's yeah. dirty. Yeah. The, sh- the open show ring is dirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just needs a good power washing. And like even we were looking at the flag hanging up there, we're like, well, nobody's cleaned that. In Iowa. Oh, what a and, shame. Yeah. And then you had just been to Iowa, which is like really nice. Beautiful. Yeah. And the junior building's the same way. Everything's dirty. There's people in our county that had left a bucket of lime last year, mm-hmm. their stalls. It was still there this year. <gasps> <laughs> no way. There were uh, stall cards still hanging up from the Angus Junior Nationals, yes, I which was back in June. But see, to me, that's not a budget issue. That's a pride issue. Don't well, you think? I mean, you've got to pay somebody to come in and clean clean stuff yeah. out. But, but wouldn't the, I don't the association well? that showed their last, wouldn't they take care of their own signage? I don't know that you would. I mm. think some of that is... You know, they pay for those facilities, and part of that facility uh, is fee maintenance. should certainly be maintenance and cleanup because you're paying a lot to have something like that there. Yeah. So, I don't know, you know, what the answer is there, but it was certainly shabby. And, like, the sound system over in the open ring on Saturday, yeah, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was mm-hmm. feedback from the horse show. It was squealing and beeping and, like... That sort of like Chinese water torture, you know, over in the makeup uh, area. Like people were just kind of on edge. Oh my <laughs> And rightfully so. Wow. It was just really bad. And even the like the lighting in the open ring looked dim and uh-huh. dingy. Like uh-huh. I don't know if they're trying to save money. And and the, frankly, the lights in the junior show ring weren't on all week. They didn't really? have lights on at all in the shows. And I don't know if some of that wasn't to save. You know, to try and keep, mm-hmm. keep the heat down. Mm-hmm. But at various points all week, they were killing lights downstairs to save on electricity and saying, you know, blowers need to be hooked up to generators. And, of course, generators are supposed to be outside except for the people who are next to us. And then they had their generator right there blowing back on our stalls. Because why not? Right. Mm, that's fine. So, I mean, just tons of problems. They brought in three or four great big generators last year to help mm-hmm. with some of that, but those were not there this year. So... Aggravating. But yeah, uh, now we have a foundation. Okay. <laughs> Which I, I'm gonna say that was going before, you know, sure this went down. I don't I don't think anybody, you know, stood up Saturday morning and said we have got to make this happen <laughs> between now and Tuesday morning so we can announce it. I don't think that was the case at all. Um I mean I think this has been in the works and it was a good PR move. Well, it worked out well. It did work out well. <laughs> Given what went but down. But I've heard some opposition to that though, from like nonprofit sectors as well as some big people who are to the foundation. Like, 
through. Yeah, because there's other options for, um, you know, there's other avenues instead of having a whole other board, you could apply for a grant from an, an existing foundation. That is just something that I heard in passing, which is interesting because mm-hmm. yeah, there is money I'm talking from a nonprofit perspective, <laughs> no big deal. But, but I think if you want to control it, you have to have it in your own hands. If you want it to be yeah. used the way you want it to be used. And I think that's part of it. I think that board is going to help direct priorities. You know, some oh, of that yeah. comes from that capital development board. And I guess oh, there's okay. a list somewhere of, you know, if you've got $180 million worth of back maintenance, apparently somebody's made a list of that, <laughs> you know, and they prioritize it. And her name it. is Holly Spangler. <laughs> no, it's not me. <laughs> On the sky ride. <laughs> yeah. And they, um, but I think they'll help determine some of that, you know, make, they're, they're going to use that list as kind of a starting point. Well, what's um, such a shame is that I feel like it's well attended. The state fair I is. Know. I mean, Brings in $86 million every year to the Springfield area. Yeah. I just, I, I don't get the idea that, oh, why are we supporting this when we have a budget crisis? Well, number one, it's legislative. Mm -hmm. We have to have, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to have a state fair, then you've got to go and change state statute. Okay. Number two, it brings in $86 million to the greater Springfield area. And number three, you've got entire industries that are built up. Oh my gosh. And I told Joe and not just the carny industry. Right. I mean, (laughs) look how much is spent on show supplies. Okay, show supplies, hotel, hotel, well, obviously well, yeah. hotel. And that goes into the $86 million, of course, right. but still, yeah. Well, you've had to pay a camper fee, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> which, we had, we got a camper spot out on the asphalt this year, which we complained bitterly about all week because it was so hot. Oh, and for the sure. heat coming off that yes. asphalt was insane. Uh-huh. And then by Friday night and all the flooding, we're like, woo You know, never mind. <laughs> never mind about that. We just take that all back. It's fine. Because you know what happens on that asphalt? The water just ran right down. <laughs> it went oh, past us. Oh, my gosh. I just can't even. I just cannot even imagine. I, yeah. It and was like so none other. Yeah. We had so many friends who had a camper and two vehicles oh, down there. Oh, my friend. Yeah. You know, because they had the dually there to pull the truck, or the trailer, I'm sorry. And then they had another truck there to pull the camper or an SUV or something. Mm-hmm. And they were all trashed. Trashed. Paul Klein had a brand new, a reasonably brand new um, four door F three fifty, the white oh. pickup truck that you saw, and those mm-hmm. pictures with the lights on. The lights were on because it was shorting out. Well, and that's and the power, so... the power mirrors were coming in and out on oh the side gosh, in the that's water. Crazy, which like it's trying to wear itself out or something. Well, and <laughs> <laughs> well, and I saw you know Facebook where comments go to be criticized, right. but right. I saw where someone was like, "Well, why do they have their lights on?" I know, right? Because like, okay. what you tried to go down there and turn yeah, it off. I'm sure they were trying to unlock it from the high mm-hmm. ground. I mean, that was that truck shorting out the oh electrical word. lines, not being completely fried because the lights were flashing on and off and doing weird things. And oh. Power mirrors going in and out. Our friend's Tahoe was toast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was up halfway on her doors. And yeah. And hers, I think, was next to the porta potties that were floating. She said it was disgusting. Yeah, mm-hmm. we saw the porta potties the next day. <sighs> we were just trying to get back to our camper that night. You know, uh-huh. we stayed in the barns till like nine thirty or right. something. Still raining, of course. <laughs> Still raining hard, and um, like trying to figure out if we can even get to the camper from there. Should yeah. we just take off walking right. and just get soaked, and it'll be fine. Um, and ended up like my mother-in-law had her car not too far. So okay. I went and got that and came back and picked up the kids. Cause at this point, you know, nobody's eaten, nobody's no. done anything, whatever. And so, and then we take off driving. Well, we only got as far as like the junior hog building oh. and they were sending everybody West 
you know, away from Happy mm-hmm. Hollow, of course, even if I said, you know, we can't even just drive out and then we'll hop out. And so we've got a camper here and they're like, nope, you got to go that way. Oh my word. So what'd you do? Well, we pulled off to the side and Sharon took her car and left. <laughs> She's like, she had, see you later. Left, I got a hotel room. It was her only choice. <laughs> <But yeah. Right. laughs> she, she left for her hotel and the kids and I, she gave us her umbrella. So there's oh, that. that was we, kind. We got grandma's <laughs> umbrella and we took off, um, just walking towards the camper and a Girl from our county, Lacey, came along on their golf cart. She had seen us take off and knew we weren't going to make it. Uh-huh. Like she knew that they were uh-huh. shut, uh-huh. Had shut off. And she went off to find us. And she pulls up in the rain, and my kids are like, yeah! It like, was like a scene from a movie. It was. Like a mm. light shone down mm. on Lacey I in love the it. golf cart. Oh. <laughs> we all piled on, and she took us to our camper. And there's like planes, trains, and automobiles just trying yes. to get from the barn back to the camper. But we made it. It was fun. Yes. And, you know, I feel like State Fair is such a... Well, your husband had the best line because State Fair, I mean, it's where the big dogs come to show. It's where, you know, like you can do well in little fairs. And again, I don't understand all of cattle as well as I will eventually. But, um, you know, we were at the bottom of our class on on a few of them. Mm -hmm. And um, John, Holly's husband said, you know, because Joe said it's character building. And John said... (laughs) Sometimes there's enough character building. <laughs> and truer words have never been spoken because yeah. it is frustrating to go there and to spend all that money and to spend all that time and then to be soaked to the bone, have right. things, you know, life and limb risk it, risk right. in the, um, and then stand last. You know, I mean, because you work so hard. But at the same time, unlike athletics, it's not necessarily all about winning, winning, winning. Right. But And very subjective. Oh, my word. And that judge <laughs> took forever that day I was there. He was, was a that? talker Friday. Was the, if he's a listener, yes, you show. talked too much. <laughs> and he was not sweating. He was he wearing long sleeves, right. and he was like 55 pounds dripping wet in a huge cowboy hat, and he was not sweating. And he had like a no, light blue right. shirt that would show sweat. Yeah, I didn't even know. I was like dripping. I mean, I was talking to a, a, a gal from Bushnell, actually, and she and I were talking, and I finally looked at her, and I'm like... I am dripping, and I'm so embarrassed. I don't have, like, a syndrome. Like, I was just so We're just really hot. Hot. Well, and then Friday night, you know, the show was still going on as the rain was coming. So, like, they were trying to finish, I don't know, they had two or three or four Angus Heifer classes left, Mm -hmm. and then they were going to do Supreme Heifer, which is a big deal. Oh, my gosh. So, like, everything that's, you know, every Heifer champion that showed for the last two days comes back in the ring for that. So you've got people who have either, you know, maybe showed early that morning unfit the heifer, washed her, refit her for that night, Mm -hmm. ready to come in soon. And then the power went out in the show ring. Actually, they were already down half the lights in the ring. So they had had to change the way they were showing, you know, line them up on the other side Mm. so the judge could see them. And then power went out in the whole building. Mm. And that's when they called the show and said, we're going to start over in the morning. And then they were coming downstairs. The superintendents were to tell us. 7.30, Seven thirty, because you roll it into Saturday, and you're supposed to have market he- or markets, yeah, market heifers starting and then steers, mm. and you've got a full day of showing that's got to get done in order for champions to get over to the right. coliseum at five right. o'clock. I mean, they were up against a wall, and oh. so they started at seven thirty Saturday morning. They finished those Angus heifer classes, Angus champion, and then they did Supreme heifer. It was so it the all same judge? those people, yeah, the same judge. And I noticed he had jeans on Saturday because I'm sure he didn't have any more khakis right. on. <laughs> Did he stop talking so much? No, I mean, he kept talking. Oh my word! He gave quite a speech before. So you know, the people were like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Uh, uh, no, you have to read your audience in that. And yeah. I, I have appreciated judges in my short time of being a show 
cattle person, Mm -hmm. like who have given good advice to kids. You know, we've been through so many good judges. The barrel judge. Yeah. um, During the champion drive. And I can't remember which one it was, but he said to the kids, he's like, I want you to stop showing for a minute. Mm -hmm. And they all kneel down with their barrels. And he's like, I want you to stop and think about this and look around. Mm. You know, that you're showing in the Coliseum and mm. there are very few people in this world that will get to do this. And just mm. stop and appreciate it mm-hmm. for a minute mm-hmm. and what it took to get there. And so that was really cool. Yeah. Because it'd I, be easy as a kid. You're just trying to do what you need to oh do. Oh, my gosh. And, that's and then I, maybe later be like, oh. <laughs> well, and that's what's funny because Anna's favorite thing was showing in the Coliseum. And that's when she, I think she stood last in her class. Mm-hmm. But she said it was so cool to be in there where... It was a big deal. You know, there's lots of people who have right. done this before and who anyway. worked really hard yeah, to get there. Yeah. yeah. And she, you know, as your kids do too, they worked really hard. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, subject to a viewpoint. and Right. But yeah. I, agree, I agree with John Spangler. Like, I'm done with character, done building. With character building. I am done with showing cattle. <laughs> we have one more show for the season and... Sayonara for like a month, right? <laughs> we have had this crazy couple of months where we went to junior nationals for a week, and then we were home for a week, and then we went to county fair for a week, mm-hmm. and then we were home for a week, and then we went to um, state fair for a week, and then so we came you've been home and started school. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! So what you doing so, next week? You're on and, on and off <laughs> absolutely again. Absolutely nothing. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to school, but yeah, it's kind of just been that. You know, if we have to, if we have to spend another week together in that camper. Mm-hmm. Somebody might be calling. Holly's camper is for sale, and I was a little nervous <laughs> because I was afraid you were getting out of the camping business. And then, yeah, we just need a little more space. <laughs> Somebody's not gonna. Well, your kids are bigger now. They are, and having like one passageway through the middle is not really Ooh. an option anymore. And you have no bump out. No, right. That's okay. why it's so narrow in the middle. Okay, okay. Which, you know, was fine. We got it one a couple of years ago. Yeah. Didn't know if we would, this whole camping thing was work. Right. I did not come from people who camped. No, I did not either. At the fair. Joking. So, I mean, we slept in the barns or we... Oh, see, we would I, go to During state hotel. fair, my... Yeah, or we'd have a hotel sometimes or like... My mom had a cousin that worked for the state. Oh, sure. To use his apartment, nice. which was super nice. Yeah. When we came to Springfield, but... Anyway, we tried yeah. it out. We said, yeah, well, this is really handy and convenient mm-hmm. and... I would like to use our space. camper for more recreational use. I hear that happens. I hear that happens. I, I don't know and I told works. Joe, I, I, sh- I shared the... What is this recreation you speak Exactly. Of? And he keeps saying, I think I need a different hobby. One that doesn't require so much angst and work. And I said, I'm all for golf. Like, let's golf. take a um, knitting. I mean, you know, just something that you could potentially do while you're watching TV. Netflix is a hobby. Do you guys golf? No. No. I, I would like to golf. I have golfed. Oh, I've golfed too. It's terrible. Yeah, I just came away thinking, I don't think if I had free time that that's what I want to do with it. I wouldn't either, but see... I can see how people get into it. Yeah, we uh, just joined the country club, and mm-hmm. I'm saying that very loosely. It's a country club. It's a swimming right. pool and a golf course. Right. And I've always thought, and I think it's because the kids I babysat for in college were really... They were really good golfers. That's what they did. It was just entertaining to watch them. Who doesn't want to drive a golf cart? I mean, really. Right. And Anna's got one heck of a swing, so I feel like... I also hear golf scholarships are thrown in the trash. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Golf and tennis. There just should enough that. people Mm-mm. applying. No. Because think well, about a golf team. Does that happens in ag, too, frankly. <gasps> it does. There are not enough people applying for scholarships. Okay. Well, I'll have some golfing cattle showers, maybe. <laughs> we'll be set when we get there. That's right. All right. Should we endorse some things? Sure. Okay, what Holly. Oh, what's mine? Um, well... In the theme of sweat, <laughs> sure and hot, sure. Um, I have crazy hair, and 
since having the twins, like my hair goes from curly to straight to white trash wave. And right now it's on a very curly uptick and I have to be really careful with my head is also large. You don't have a large. (laughs) I do. It's a free, I just covered it up. It's like a steer. That's not good with good hair, big hair. I've got a wonk head. Anyway. So when I run, I wear what's called sweaty bands. Is that what that is? Because yes. I've noticed it's all like the time. Black and white. Swirly. It's black and white. It's super cute. Yes, mm-hmm. and I have a couple of them, but my favorite is this black and white one because it goes with everything and it's wide. Yes. But underneath is like velvety material. It does not move, and it really? has only one line of elastic around the back of your head. Nice. So it's not like those so black like ones you buy like head. Goody that you uh-huh. like. Like I am losing oxygen to my brain from this thing. <laughs> um, and with my hair and with Anna, our oldest daughter's hair, um, it doesn't move. Like I can wear it all day and it, it keeps my hair back. Do you have a link to this thing? Oh, of course. I think it's even sweatybands.com and you can get them at Dick's Sporting Goods. You can get them at, um, like running stores. Uh Um, right now I should endorse my dad who is out (laughs) racking my rock star, my yard. I, Oh my gosh, she is 68 years old. Endorse good weed whacking because it keeps you young. I anyway. have done every bit of my landscaping with the goal of never having to weed whack. I need, mean, anything. we are in the process like, of landscaping. Everything's going to curve. Okay. Okay. Or it gets rounded. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to consult you then. Hate it. Oh, I grew up seriously. having to weed eat under electric fences Ooh. and the stupid things never work and yes. I got tangled up yes. and you had to rewind the whole thing. Yes. Okay, so when we landscape this fall, I'll mm-hmm. consult you. There you go. Um, curves. Curves are your curves. curves. Okay, so mine's a sweaty band. I think that's great. Okay. I may have to look into that. Yeah, I love it. So mine is a book I finally finished reading during the State Fair, All the Light You Cannot See. Mm. And I started this back in February, which Bless is a little um, embarrassing. <laughs> but it's a really good book. It just it bounces back and forth, mm-hmm. and it's a big book. Um, and I just get to read in small snippets. So. Yeah. I have done it when I can, but it was the great thing to like come in and relax at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, when like it's, I don't even care if it was, you know, midnight, I would right. sit and read for mm-hmm. a little while just to mm-hmm. unwind and stop thinking about everything and right. enjoy like that no one was bothering me <laughs> or bothering each <laughs> and other. needed anything yes. right. or fighting over something in the camper or rocking the camper uh-huh. or, you know, wanting another snack. <laughs> I don't know. And it made you think. Give it probably gave context to life. Sure, because it was a sure. It's a sweeping. Novel. Let's say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, was, it was wartime. Yeah, I know. Oh <laughs> we my gosh, we weren't necessarily in wartime. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a quote today in a uh, oh a little podcast from NPR talking about um, I forget what it's called. Like, this, this I believe, or this is what I believe. Um, but this woman was talking about going to funerals. Mm. You know, and um, did you, you share it? To, I did. Yes. But, um, her point was, you should go to, it's her dad's mm, lesson to them 100%. was always go to the funeral. And her point towards the end was that, um, you know, we don't lead that dramatic of lives, really. You know, our choices every day are not like life or death, good right. or evil in general. She's like, our biggest choice every day is the choice between doing good and doing nothing. Ooh, that's good. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's exactly Every day. Put that on a pillow. You really could. <laughs> Embroider that on there. <laughs> so that is really good. So yeah. that's a good parting thought. Yeah. Good job, so we'll leave it with that. Okay. All right, friends. Well, we will talk to you next time. Yeah. Hopefully when... more regularly. Maybe. Yes, for sure. You bet. <laughs> Bye, everybody.